Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode number 41 of the Audible Farm Podcast. This week's episode is brought to you by Couchtown Coffee. I'll tell you what, uh, if there's anything that's been fueling me to do all of the things I've been doing over the last handful of years, whether it be uh, I've got a new job, I graduated college, I went back to college, I was running social media for a, a portion of the college there for a while, I got a podcast now, I'm in some bands, I'm going to jam nights, I'm giving guitar lessons. If there's anything that's been fueling me to do all of this stuff, it's coffee. Very seriously. Um, I take my coffee about uh, as seriously as I can take anything these days. I'll tell you what, every morning I'm a coffee guy. Sometimes I uh, go for the afternoon coffee. And I'll tell you what, I've done evening coffee as well. And I'll tell you what, there's probably nothing better than a nice fresh cup of coffee. And I was looking for probably the freshest coffee I could get. So I put out a few messages here and there and I got a hold of Couchtown Coffee and they pretty much guaranteed me the freshest coffee I could imagine. So I was in the neighborhood. Uh, they're located in Ankeny and I was in the neighborhood and I said, you know what? I'm going to swing down and uh, I'll see what you guys got going on and I'll just pick it up while I'm down there. It'll kind of save you guys the, the shipping cost and it'll be kind of nice. You know, We'll see what's going on. And I stopped down there and he roasted the coffee right in front of me. It was the coolest thing ever. Uh, Andrew Chipman, the owner and roaster there, just roasted the coffee right in front of me, and I got to watch him do his whole thing. It was it was super cool. Uh, I did not know it was I was gonna get that treat when I showed up, so it was really awesome. And I'll tell you what, uh, the coffee is amazing. I've been drinking it the last couple days. It is absolutely amazing. Nothing's better than I was drinking coffee and was like, man, this coffee was roasted less than a day ago. It's just like when I thought about that, I was drinking it. Just I was just so proud. I was like, you guys, this coffee's so good. And it's like, I'm not going to share any. Oh man, man. Couchtown coffee guys. I'll tell you what, there's links below. You can order it online. He will roast it to your specifications. I like dark roast, but if you like a light roast, he can do a light roast too. Um, they, you just go to their website. It's www.couchtowncoffee.com. They have a Facebook page as well. And if you go down there to their website, there is an Our Coffees section, and you can see what kind of coffee they're offering, and then shoot them an email or a message of some sort and let them know what kind of coffee you want. Start your day off local with Couch Town Coffee. This week's guest is Gabe Gonzalez. Gabe is a vocalist for a handful of bands. Actually, you know, we played a show with him in Three Finger Betty, and it was so fun to watch him. He was playing for the band Full Sequence. He's, like I said, he's the vocalist, and they are a hoot to watch. And he's also the vocalist for Pain of Evolution. And I've never actually seen Pain of Evolution live, but he gave us a pretty good rundown of it in the in the podcast. As a matter of fact, he gave us a really good rundown of it in the podcast, but my batteries ran dead, and then I didn't start the recorder again. So I, I had a huge flub in this podcast, but we ended up doubling back and talking about it again. And Gabe is very knowledgeable. hes I didn't know he had a radio show when he was in high school doing pretty much exactly what I'm doing right now. And that to me is that's just insanity to be have you know that confidence when you're in high school to do that kind of thing. So huge hats off to Gabe for being you know one of the pioneers in the local community and doing what he's doing. Go check out his bands. There's links to those down below. The podcast, uh, you'll, like I said, you'll hear a little chop in the middle, but it's a great conversation. Uh, it's tough to find out where to end these things. Sometimes I just want to keep going, and other times you know I, I just. It just uh, ends where it ends, and I try to shoot for about an hour, and sometimes there's more. Had we had we recorded the whole thing, who knows how long it could have been, because we lost about a half an hour worth of conversation. So uh, hats off to Gabe for sitting down with me, and we, we made it happen, Gabe. I'm really happy we got to sit down and, and chat together. So this is episode number 41 with Gabe Gonzalez. It's the Audible Farm Podcast with your host, Peter Stockdale. All right, sitting down today with Gabe Gonzalez. Gabe, correct. We got it. We nailed it. Yep. For some reason, that's always like the most nerve-wracking part of the whole thing was like, all right, this person, got to get the name right, got to get the appointment correct. Got it. Gabe Gonzalez. <laughs> We've been trying to kind of get together here and there, but my trips down to Des Moines have been quite a bit more infrequent than usual. So this is uh, this was something that actually I was just, 
I was going to be actually, I, I had made a, a plan to go to like the Ankeny area. So I was like, all right, we're going to do it this time. We're getting it done. Right. Yep. So we've actually played a show together once before. Uh, you were in the band Full Sequence, still are in the band Full yes. Sequence. Yes. Uh, singer. Sound yep, right? That's correct. Do you ever play any instruments? I got stupid fingers and no rhythm. Stupid fingers? But you got enough rhythm to sing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> why doesn't that translate to your fingers, I guess? I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. Can't fret not for nothing. What about smacking stuff? You ever try and play the drums? Custom percussion. Custom percussion. Can't keep a beat for more than like 10 seconds. Yeah. But I can hit stuff. Yeah. So that, that works. Do you guys uh, ever do any like custom percussion stuff and like, you know, I'm not trying to like kind of like the slipknot keg smashing or like anything kind of like that do you do some of that stuff no we don't. no oh bummer bummer yeah i remember uh it was rounds of palooza we were discussing it a little bit before we got on the on the interview here but rounds of palooza last year would have been 2018 uh you you actually remember it was in September. I've I've have a terrible time remembering when things are, but it's I'm a, pretty sure it was September. Yeah, I think you're right. Actually, now like it's one of those things when somebody says something, it jogs my memory, and I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, we ended up uh, playing a show together, and that was my first time seeing you guys play. That was that was a heck of a show. What would you call full sequence? As far as like, it's tough to genre eyes. I feel a lot of the bands like uh, like you, us, uh, us being Three Finger Betty, you being full sequence, uh, like sexually aggressive Silverbacks, another one that's kind of tough to be like they're this genre, right? But what would you say? Uh, we've always kind of described ourselves as like an alt rock, yeah, just because it kind of covers a wide variety of what we do because we've got the rock element a little bit of metal Mm -hmm. a little bit of punk yep a little bit of blues yep but alt rock seems like the easiest description yeah that's it i you know and i feel like those are some of the best combinations of of music ever because it takes like the most popular things that everybody likes anyways and it it tosses like a little bit of that into there almost like you're making a soup and it's like well everybody likes potatoes and soup so let's just chuck a couple potatoes in here you know right you know so is that just like how the the cards kind of fell or was it a a planned out thing or Uh, it was a little bit of both yeah it was planned to be in that alt rock genre or vein Uh uh I'm a big Seether fan. Nice, yeah, yeah. And uh, I've always wanted to do something a little Seether-esque. Yeah. It's, but not like just a yeah a knockoff, rip-off yeah. type thing. Well, because I told- like, I've always done the metal stuff around here, and I still do yep. with Pain of Evolution. So I got the two bands. And so with this one, I wanted to do a little lighter. Yep. And have a little more freedom with what the overall sound was. Yeah. I mean, I totally get you because uh, the metal thing, we're, while we're in Des Moines, uh, metal's very popular here. Um, and just making a straight metal band, there's going to be, you're going to gather some attention and some fans just being on the metal thing. Is it uh, just something you wanted to branch out a little bit to get, you know, to that thing to try not to just only hold yourself up in one genre and call it just metal? And, and, because I mean, like, metal does have a lot of. You can call yourself just metal, but then again, we can also subgenre metal out to the point where it gets yeah. pretty crazy. I mean, with POE, we do, like, I guess, death, sludge, and thrash. Yep. But I just like it just to call it metal. I don't like all the subgenres. I never have. I just. Yeah, I totally get what you're saying. Because even some people will subgenre stuff in fashions that I wouldn't subgenre things in. Um, I don't know, like. The sludge is one that I, I don't necessarily care for because even that is too wide to call it uh, one thing, you know, because right. and there's some sludge bands I like and some I don't like, you know, so it's it's tough when you're just like, well, it's a sludge band, you know, and same thing with thrash. I mean, there's some thrash bands I don't like, even though that's probably my favorite genre of, of metal, maybe, I guess. You know, that'd be talking like your Metallicas and, and Megadeths and Anthrax and thrash, stuff. Yep. That's yeah. yeah, so I, it's so hard to use those terms, so I just look at it as you're a metal band, you're a punk band, you're a rock band. Uh, yep. It's just easier for me, anyway, to kind of go that route. Yep. I totally get you. Because that's like in Three Finger Betty, we just call ourselves a punk band for the most part. It's easiest to be like, it's punk. You know, and people are like, yeah, I get it, you know, so. Yeah, I mean, because somebody will ask you, what do you sound like? Well, we kind of sound like this, but we kind of sound like this. They don't want to hear that. They just want to know, are you punk? Are you rock? Are you met? <laughs> yep. Yeah, exactly. I totally get you on that, too, because if somebody was to ask, you know, 
I don't think anybody has ever been more spot on about that. Like a random person on the street asking you what your band sounds like. They just want the general, the general gist. They don't want like a five minute explanation. And, and well, we got a tiny bit of this and our, one of our guitarists likes this band. And yeah, it totally makes sense. I, I like that a lot. Um, you said Pain of Evolution was the other band, which I don't know if I've ever seen you play with Pain of Evolution. I'm not sure. Uh, I know we haven't played together. Uh, I don't know. We've yeah. been a little sporadic the right. last couple of years with shows. We've had some member changes and uh-huh. nothing bad, just some member changes and trying to get back. We last played, uh, I know you entered, you had uh, Kobe from the Astrobastards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, shortly before the Valentine's Day Massacre this year, which we played, both of my bands played on. Uh-huh. They played on Callus, uh, oh, cool. Section 8. Yeah, yeah. That was the one, 18 bands, three days, yep. art show, drag show, rope demonstration, hula hoopers. Yeah, it was like everything you could think of uh, yep, was rappers, there. Uh, I'm sure there's some spoken word stuff going on. Yeah, and that stuff's I, awesome. I, lo- I love that kind of stuff. Yeah, that was, that's the last show POE's done, uh, but we're making our return at hall avenue on july 20th nice cool july 20th at hall so everybody bookmark your calendars for that one yeah i'm sure that's a facebook event page yeah we've got that up there it's under the title shh we're back (laughs) Uh, that's awesome and then full sequence we're playing uh fort dodge uh july 13th oh cool where at uh eagles landing nice that's cool with uh gear down cool and uh devil in the hall oh that's awesome i'll have to try and check that one out i've been uh talking with one of the guys from gear down trying to get a podcast down with him so so yeah that'll be sweet i'll have to go up to that show and check it out if i got the time yeah i've i'm pretty sure i've played eagles landing before because i've played in fort dodge a lot back when i was in a band called as i decay Uh in the mid 2000s like 2004 to 2006 yeah we, I know there was a place up there called Spanky's that we played a lot. Yep, and that would be the same location, I believe. I think Spanky's is the second floor. Yeah, of the it was Eagles like the club. second floor. I think the Eagles was the top yeah, floor. Yeah, the Eagles Landing was the top floor, yeah. I think they used to call it. And I don't know. And that's the thing. I haven't been there so much. So I think it's the same place. I think it's the second floor I, of the I Eagles Club. I think so, but I'm not 100% sure. If it is, it's going to be awesome because yeah. it's going to be nostalgia for me. Yeah, that place is cool. I loved going there and watching shows back in the day. They used to have a ton of shows there. And then uh, every now and then they throw a shows on the top floor i played once up top oh sweet uh what was the show that you played up top for do you remember uh it was as i decay crucible albino spiders i want to say and i'm pretty sure there was someone else i you, can't remember you just booked the top floor and played up there i didn't book the show i didn't do the booking back then uh, I think Crucible did the booking on that show. That's cool. And I think it was some. I don't know how the how it landed to be up there, but yeah, I know that uh, some of that is like you you got to rent the top floor. I think I don't think they just like book bands and have them play up there on the I, weekends. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not 100 percent sure how that works. But that's cool that you played up on the top floor. That's cool because I've been up there to a couple shows and it's it's always a baller time. Oh yeah, it was, it was a good show. I remember it being really fun, good crowd. Mm-hmm. I loved playing Fort Dodge. I'm happy to be going up there again. Yeah, that's up in my neck of the woods, man. And I got friends still up there in Fort Dodge, and I know a couple of them have already gotten a hold of me saying, you're coming to Fort Dodge to play? I'm like, yeah. Yep. Say, like, all right, I'm going to make sure I'm there. I'm like, good. That's cool, man. That's super cool. I'll have to try and check and check this show out. That's going to be tons of fun. That's uh, What day was that again? Let's remind them. Remember? Uh, July 13th for, for the Fort Dodge show for Full Sequence. All right. So that's a Full Sequence show up there. Yep. And that's on your Facebook page, I'm sure. Yep. That's Do awesome. you know your Facebook handle off the top of your head for your Facebook page? I know if you search for Full Sequence, it's uh, it's an F and an S. Yeah. It's yes. a little it's your DNA guys's... Helix logo thing going on there. Yeah. Uh, I want to say it's Full Sequence Band. It was the... I'm gonna try and race my race my internet here and see if I can find it. But uh, yeah, I just want to. I'm I'm sure I'm gonna share it down below, and it's. Uh, I almost always share every single thing down below. But uh, all right, there's your band full sequence. Uh, yep. Come on. Come on, yeah. Yeah, it looks like at full sequence band is the perfect. So yeah, there it is. 
Yep. So if you go to at Full Sequence Band on Facebook, there you are. I know you guys have a uh, Instagram and uh, fi- or Twitter as well. You yep. Know, you know, so you, you got the full the full gambit of the big three. You know. Yep. Both bands are on Instagram. Both bands are on Facebook, and both bands are on Twitter. So you know what that means. The links to all of that stuff is going to be down below. So if you want to check out the shows, I'm sure they're uh, do their due diligence just like the rest of us in the cyber world, and we share our band shows and things like that so make sure you check it out for the shows yeah, definitely try to share them as much as we can on there uh, i run all the pages so yeah Dude, <laughs> sometimes sometimes, I... sometimes stuff will fall through the cracks and you're like oops i forgot to tag this on my band's page or something like that or it's usually twitter twitter's the one i usually forget to update bingo that's the one that i sometimes will slip on yeah and i'm pretty bad at that too facebook i'm really good about and instagram i just kind of put up like show flyers and yeah stuff like that yeah i always i'm always trying to figure out what would be the best way to do most things like uh twitter is a good way to just kind of blab about nothing and instagram is a good place to be succinct i feel like would be the best attack like you said show flyers uh maybe like here's five or six pictures from the show from the last flyer yeah you know something like that then promo you, for pictures yep then uh, you can give the person who took the pictures some some you know props for that kind of stuff it's kind of nice to give everyone the rub you know yeah it's also probably pretty good for uh you know getting new merch in oh yeah 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 yeah. shirts or hats whatever Uh uh-huh i've been recently getting a little bit more into instagram and trying to fancy up the audible farm page but uh you know it's it is what it is (laughs) it takes time to get used to it all and put it together yeah i mean i feel like i got pretty good at facebook and uh then I was just like, man, now I got to get good at something else because I I spent a, used to spend a lot of time on Twitter with my with my personal account. Nowadays, I don't spend so much time on social media, I guess, at all anymore. I do my best to uh, kind of get in contact with people. Like you and I were going through email for a while, and then it was just like, all right, here's my number. Send me a message. This is going to be so much easier now <laughs> yeah. that it's getting close because it's like we would miss each other's emails by a day. Like I'd send you one and the next day you'd send me one. And then I'd wait like two days and send something back. And then you'd send one back the next day. And it was like, Oh man. So, you know, I'm not, I am active on social media, but it's tough. It's tough to keep everything up to date all the oh, time. Yeah. It is very hard. And my skin, I work overnight. So, Oh man, gosh, that's gotta be rough. I love it, but it's, it's hard to keep in, contact with people sometimes and get things situated because it's like oh i worked this night so that means i'm gonna be tired this day and yeah yeah totally but make it work yeah yeah i mean you've always been uh like the whole time we've been in communication you've been really good about trying to make your schedule work out with mine which is which is you know i'm very thankful for because i'm not down here all the time and, and you aren't always up in my neck of the woods so we had to try and find that perfect time to make it work and even as we're sitting here um you know, there's a there's a, a wrestling pay per view that's going to be on here, and oh man, I love me some wrestling, and uh, <laughs> it's going to be fun to get a glimpse into what's going on here. But uh, you were talking to me a little bit before the podcast, before we started interviewing, that you had actually done some interviewing yourself in the past. Yep. Yeah. So uh, you said you actually like worked for a, a radio station, or at least were a DJ of some sort. What was the deal? <clears throat> uh, back in high school. Nice. Uh, Central Campus. Uh, kdps 88.1 there's a plug for the radio channel because it's still active both the central campus and then it's connected to grandview college uses that station as well oh cool uh but in high school i was in the the radio film tv class and we got our own radio shows that's cool and so my senior year i spent exclusively playing and promoting local music that's awesome dude and I would have uh, local bands in pretty much every Monday because that was like the interview day. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You know, and unlike going on name redacted local shows, uh, <laughs> where you get you know to talk for a minute and then that's it. Mm-hmm. You're, yeah, you're not actually being asked anything or getting to say anything yeah somebody's just like well how you know what, where's the show gonna be at this weekend and you're like well we're gonna be playing at the hole and they're like that's a good we're gonna be playing at the hole all right then and you know then on to the next thing 15 yeah. minutes of music yep. and then maybe you get to say hi before you this show's over yep With, what i used to do because we didn't have we had certain things we had to read you know psas or whatever yep. but do the weather updates at the top of the hour but yep whatever so i would ask them questions and be like just talk you know it's 
promote yourself. Yeah. Tell the people that are listening. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and we had, you know, back then, uh, bands like Callus, Albino Spiders, uh-huh. uh, Only. Yep. Uh, we had a band that came all the way from Cedar Rapids. They couldn't even hear the show out there. Oh, wow. But they drove two hours to come out, be on a two-hour radio show to promote themselves here. They were uh, 30 Seconds of Shame. Cool. Badass band. Well, that's I, cool. <clears throat> I love those guys. Uh, <clears throat> we had Devil with Cheese on there. Uh, you say Double Cheese? Devil with Cheese. Devil Cheese? Yeah, Devil that's, with Cheese. Devil, that's crazy. That's a fun band name. Uh, <laughs> who else was on there? There were so many of them. There were rappers on there, like Triple uh, oh, Nine. Cool. Uh, we had Kaiser on there. Slaughterhouse Six, back the ska band from from back then. Uh-huh. Just so many different bands that I was able to get on the show, let them do their thing. And we had Face Cage, Ephraim Zen. Yep, yep. Did you ever have anybody like play on the show, or was it just them talking for the most part? Albino Spiders did do a uh, live acoustic song one of the times they were there. And then we were supposed to do a live callous performance. Uh-huh. And it did not work out. Uh, someone couldn't be there that night. So we still technically had a live performance. They recorded their practice and made it sound like they were uh-huh. talking on air in between songs. Oh, and so cool. we just played the CD of... Oh, that's actually pretty cool. But, but played it off as it being live. Yeah. So, oh, man, through the wonders of technology. Somewhere around here, I have a, the recording, I believe, of that. That's awesome. Still, and the Albino Spiders live song. That's freaking sweet. Man, I've, I mean, I've debated whether or not to uh, try something like that if somebody wanted to like come to my... Because I've got like a mini studio at my house. It's like nothing more than like this. It's just a room in the basement that I've, I've set up some stuff. And I mean, mine's just got like... Oh, there's, I've got an amp in the corner and I've got a drum set in the other corner and there's a bass amp and a cheap one of everything. But if somebody wants to come over, they can beat up on the cheap stuff and I'll... You know, I've been debating trying to do something like that. It does take a little bit of setup though. So that's yeah. probably the benefit you had like the, that there at the school already. Yeah, we had uh, a big like TV studio type room uh-huh. that we were going to set them up in, and we had the mics and everything. And yeah. the guy who the teacher, I should say, who was the sound engineer for it back then, yeah, uh, was there, and he was prepared to run everything and make it all work. Like we, it was all cleared to happen. It just didn't yeah. work out the way we wanted it to. But yep. it still came off great, and people loved it anyway. You know, and that happens. That that is the also the difficult thing about that is sometimes you can't get every band member to commit to something that's not actually a show. You know, yeah. and it's it's super tough to get everybody to wrangle them all up. That's one of the fears I always had, where it's like, man, if I do invite some people over here, is it just going to be? a shell of what they're going to do or, or am I even going to do them any justice recording it and trying to p- pass it off, you know? So I've, I've been very hesitant of doing that cause I'm not super privy to recording bands. Like you said, you had an engineer with you there and sometimes it takes that. I, I would almost be more comfortable <laughs> yeah. if there was another person sitting around twisting some ones and twos sometimes. But you know, that's, that's also wild. You had that in high school. Cause when we were in high school, we did have like a video slash radio production thing but it was also centralized and you just like recorded everything on a cassette tape and we're just like this is me on the radio and it's like it's not though but you know uh it wasn't anything super cool but our college had one uh the one in fort dodge and that was also 88 one as well yeah i don't uh, know if that's like is that chosen for most college stations or what's the deal i don't with know that? how that works out but i know actually you bring that up uh i was on that radio uh, as a guest when I was in Athletic K. No kidding. That's <clears> awesome. Before a show, uh, we got asked to go up there and talk on the radio promoting the show. And uh, they like had a ripped copy of one of our songs or something. I can't remember where they got it from. But <laughs> they they had like one of our songs and they played it too. And I was like, where did you get that? That's awesome. <laughs> That's really cool, man. I mean, um, I recently just graduated from Iowa Central, not from like production of any sort. I did accounting, but uh, what you know, whatever. It's uh, 
rock and roll, but I was always like really intrigued by that. I'd get to walk by the the people in the booth and listening to them on the radio and stuff like that. I I still remember being a youngster. Um, this would have been maybe about 10 to 15 years ago, just like staying up late at night listening to 88 One The Point, and you'd have like college kids, and you'd just be like, oh, these guys are on the radio. It's so cool, and they're talking about stuff that's going on in town. And, you know, I, I did a podcast with uh, Eric Nelson, uh, you know, a handful of weeks back i was probably like episode 10 or something by now it's been so long but he was talking about being on the radio station up there sometimes and uh he was from fort dodge originally and he would like play songs about fort dodge and record them and they would play him on the station there sometimes <laughs> so it's like kind of fun to have those little local stations around to do things like that with i mean kudos to you for for doing that i mean probably being in high school that's pretty mind-blowing actually you know well you know i started uh getting into the scene in high school i started writing and that's where the pain of evolution name came from uh-huh. i was like 15 years old in high school oh wow like that's how long poe's been around just in various incarnations that's cool and when i got the opportunity to do the radio thing the first thing was in my mind was i'm i want to do local stuff you know uh-huh. and that's all i wanted to do with it and that's what i did i we didn't have any guidelines that we couldn't play it. I mean, as yeah. long as it was clean content, you know, followed all the FCC stuff, they they didn't care. That's pretty awesome. I think that's one of the benefits of the podcast is I don't have the FCC looming over my over my head very much. I don't yeah. even really have anybody looming over my head. It's just kind of whatever I put out there goes out there. It's you know, it's pretty crazy, I guess. Too, I never really would have thought too much about the FCC restrictions. I, for some reason that always blanks my head when I think about being on the radio. Luckily when I have been on the radio, I haven't slipped up and said anything I shouldn't say, but, uh, it's also kind of crazy. Like Cause to, you don't think about yeah, it. Yeah. To have the control to do that. And even to make sure that you're not going to put anything on there. That's not, well, and know, I can't say that it was always perfect. We, there was a devil with cheese had when they came on the first time, they brought their CD in for me, and they marked on the CD, okay, this song's clean, this one's not. Well, they marked one that wasn't clean oh, as no. being clean. Oofta. So, yeah. I'm playing through a couple of the clean songs, you know, talking to them, playing some other stuff, talking to them. Get to the song in question, I can't remember the title off the top of my head, but start it up, and it's going... And I can't remember the exact way the lyrics go, but it's something to the extent of, like, pull my fucking skull through my head or something like that. <laughs> yeah. And I just went, oh, fade out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, how, like, I don't know how I would handle that at all. I mean, obviously your mics are probably muted, but, like, it's just like, oh, geez, uh, buttons, buttons. I as soon as I heard it and I they heard it the look on their face said it all and I just went okay and just slid down the mix and slid up another one hit a different button to play up a different song <laughs> yep <and laughs> next song skip to a different band yeah <laughs> just so I could get that fixed mm-hmm. but at yep. least killed off that song so it yeah. wasn't the issue like there's no backlash for it or anything but yeah yeah it happened it and, does happen though sometimes uh. I mean, I was on the radio station up in Fort Dodge at like 92.1, and they've got a an interview kind of situation like this where they sit down and talk to people, but it's like bookended by a bunch of music, kind of like you did with the local music and stuff like that. A lot of theirs is more keyed towards the Fort Dodge area, but they do pick bands around the area. So if you got any clean tunes, send them up that way, 92 on the Eagle. I'll point you, I'll point you up Mason's way. And get, yeah, well, I... I uh, Poe doesn't have anything right now, and neither is full sequence. Well, it's but a, nothing recorded, anyway. Yeah, nothing recorded. Yeah. But full sequence is working on it. Yeah, we just haven't landed on where we're going to go, how much we're doing, and all that. But that is a tougher decision than most people ever will understand. It really is. I mean, we we've had people point us this direction, that direction. Uh, we've had people come to us going, Hey, I got the home studio. Uh, yep. Yep. You know, people going, Oh, don't use these, this studio or use this studio. And that's always the worst thing. Exactly. Like you said, if you ask one person, they'll give you uh one person they think you could use. They'll give you a cost effective one and then they'll give you somebody not to use. You go to the next person and it's like the exact flip flop mm-hmm. of what the first person said. And you're like, who am I supposed to trust here? You know? 
you know but uh it's it's tough because it the crazy thing is almost every single recording i hear though i'm just like this is pretty damn good who did this you know and it's it just comes down to i think making the ends meet it's and that's not that's not easy though no and i mean there's a lot of people around that do you know the home studio thing and i'm friends with some of those people and some i don't know at all but i've heard their work yeah and it's really good yeah because you you know anymore you don't have to go to a professional studio yep to record yeah, which you, is nice because you know as you know it being a local band we don't make a lot of money no 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 <laughs> so well it's the thing is like it used to take thousands of dollars worth of equipment in order to record anything and now you can pull it off with like a laptop and then a couple hundred dollar interface and then google you know, yeah. and it's like it literally takes that. There's free software everywhere to do stuff. A lot of people doing the pre-programmed electronic drums. Yeah, you don't even have to record drums half the time anymore if you don't want. Yeah, and that's another one that seems like the struggle for a drummer. A lot of people are going with that route, but uh, you know, even then, like you can do. I've I've seen a lot of people doing electronic drum sets with triggers, and you just do MIDI triggers and then tell it what sounds to make, and it fills yeah. it in for you. So and the the advances with just being able to make those electronic drum kits sound like like real kits like real kits and having like oh you want to sound like a tama you know this kit uh-huh here you go and it sounds like it's a tama whatever yep. or you know a pearl or trick or, yep and you can even like i want it to sound like a roland synth you know percussion sound from the yeah. 80s and you're like all right i can make it sound like that too and as weird as it is that's how it's come along now and <clears throat> I'm kind of old school. I like the idea of everyone, you know, recording on their gear. Uh huh. Yep. Or, you know, if they have a studio set or whatever, that's fine too. But, like, I'm not opposed to electronically recording the drums or anything. But yeah. I, I just like the, I, the feel of uh, getting the drums all mic'd up and watching yep. the drummer get recorded that way. Bingo. Yeah. I'm totally with you. I enjoy that so much more. Uh, but as like, you know, everything has come along. One of the things that got me to do this was I joined up with the band unity and, uh, Sean uses a Kemper rig, which is just like a profiling guitar rig. You can plug it into your computer and you put headphones on and it sounds like you're playing guitar through an amp that's mic'd up and everything. And you can change like which amp you want. You can change like quote unquote, like the speaker sounds that are coming through it. You can change which mic you're micing it up with like any of these kind of sounds. So I ended up buying something that was a little less expensive, but it's called an, uh, Avid 11 rack. And I used that for a long time to practice. And it was just something easy. You plug it in, you say, I want it to sound like whatever Bogner ecstasy amp or whatever and blah 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 this that and the other and you tune it all in you put your headphones in you plug your guitar in sounds just like it you know and you can record with those and those based on simplicity alone are some of like the coolest things ever because you can just bring like a rack unit with you and you don't even have to have like speakers and things like that on stage anymore if you really don't want to right you know um I recently saw Eli Dykstra play live, and I know that he does something like that with. Uh, I'm not sure what he uses, but it's a it's it's on the floor. It's a same thing, but it's a pedal board based system. Yeah, I've never seen him play live, but I've seen like photos and some video clips, mm-hmm. and yeah, it's like a big, like a pedal board, like you said. Yeah, it it, it does all the goodies. All, yeah. yeah, it does everything, and he uses that, and he just plugs it in and sends it all through the monitors, and it works great for him. And that's cool because I love that kind of stuff, like simplicity. Uh, the older I get, the more I like simplicity. I guess I'm tired of dragging four by twelves around and things like that. But it's tough to beat that sound, like you said. You know, exactly. like it. it uh, I don't know. It just maybe it just harkens us back to that older time when you had to have like a stack and make all the noise and and etc. Because et you didn't have as much stuff to work with to make it. Yep. With less gear. Exactly. Yeah. And oh man, te- technology coming yeah, along. Ten too. years ago, you couldn't. You could barely get away with. You know, using a practice amp mic'd up. Yep. Like, you could do it, but it wasn't the same. And now you can take a practice amp, and a lot of them have direct plugins. They can just yep. plug it straight into the PA system, and yeah, it's like you have a, a full stack or a half stack right there. Yep, exactly. It's mind blowing, and and it's cool, but it's it's also kind of like robs you of uh, the authenticity of that real thing at the same time. Yeah, that's, you know, that's kind of why I'm like, eh, I like it. I like the, and I like it especially because I'm all about new talent. Uh huh. And you got, you know, I started in high school. And you got high schoolers still trying to start off then. Mm -hmm. Now they don't have to try to get these huge rigs and stuff. Exactly. They can have practice amps and 
put something together and try to get out there and get that experience. And I love that. Yeah. So, I mean, there's certain things I do love about it. And then there's other things I don't like, I don't necessarily don't like about it, but I just prefer the old school yeah. way. And, you know, as a vocalist, you have uh, some of those things at your disposal too. And I'm not trying to just point at anybody like uh, SoundCloud, because that's where I'm hosted. Haha. <laughs> but no, like uh, SoundCloud though, like for, I mean, that's one for rappers, especially though for vocalists, I guess those, I mean, you could just throw a couple tracks on there and you never know if it would blow up or not. Yeah. And as a vocalist, you could be like, I've got this idea for a thing. Send out your idea to some people that could send you. Well, all right, so I just, uh, this is the worst thing that's ever happened to me, probably recording a podcast. Oh, we just did uh, probably 20 minutes, and I didn't record any of it because my batteries went dead, and then I didn't hit record again. So uh, <laughs> we talked about SoundCloud stuff. Uh, we're going to skip through that because right now we're talking about other things. So we're talking about Pain of Evolution, and uh, we're, we had, we went through this awesome tirade of stuff, and I lost all of it because I'm, <laughs> I'm a noob, I guess. But anyways, so... Pain of Evolution, you were talking about how you go to shows and you play uh, a little bit more aggressive style and you yourself are a little bit more aggressive. Yeah. Uh, to basically recap what we were talking about, that we unfortunately lost there. No, it was the best. I'm so mad we lost all of that. <laughs> uh, essentially, I beat the holy hell out of myself at shows with POE. Yes. I, I've been knocked out. I've been concussed broke not quite broken but cracked ribs bruised ribs broken blood vessels in my eyes i've bled all sorts of craziness and have a big i guess stunt we'll say yeah in the back pocket for the right time and right place yeah we had discussed uh you know you, you try and pull out something a little bit different at every show i was gonna ask you actually i never got around to it have you ever like staged over anything like that do anything kind of crazy like that or is uh not so much stage dive uh i mentioned in the stuff that we lost the Soulfly show oh yeah did, yeah uh, where i ran to the bathroom with the wireless and everything dude uh, that's super funny i that's another thing i'm, I'm pissed we lost that story but yeah we we're uh, talking about wireless mics and <laughs> yeah one of the things i wanted to do with uh at that show i didn't end up doing it uh there was a some sound issues that caused it to where I couldn't do everything I was trying to do. Uh-huh. But uh, it was one of those shows where they had like that big metal gate thing just um, in front of the stage. Just in, yeah, okay. So the security could stand between the stage and the gate. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Well, my plan was to clear a path through some of the people in the crowd and just take a running somersault into it. Oh, man. Um, it didn't happen at that show. It's, uh-huh. it, it's something similar has happened at a different show, but... Not like the way I wanted it to do. So yeah. one day that one will have to be revisited. So you're like uh, pretty much out there like professional wrestling yourself. I am Des Moines Mick Foley. <laughs> that's awesome. That's so fun. That's, um, that's a good moniker, actually. That could be. That could stick, actually. It might. I might. I might my, my new name. Yeah, I see. I can only see one of your ears. You got the other one. Yeah. I have, okay. You got. I, I you got both have, ears. Okay. Missing one of the teeth though. One, so. one tooth. Oh, holy cow. That is actually not a show thing, though. Okay, okay. Enough. I was going to say, dang, if you lost a show and a tooth, that would that would be yeah. awesome. Well, not awesome. It's not even awesome you lost a tooth, uh, honestly. <laughs> it is what it is. Yep. But surprisingly, that's not something that I've lost or had happen at a show. Yeah. Despite everything else, but... Yeah. And like we were talking about full sequence and difference. Oh, uh, yeah. There's a big uh, difference between the two. Yeah, there's none of the violence or aggression. But... It's more... As a whole, it's very tongue-in-cheek and very snarky. Like, <laughs> yeah, we, yeah. The, the, the rounds of Palooza Fest, yeah. uh, Tyler Rounds put on and had a, a full sequence and Three Finger Betty was on there. You know, I was dressed as Deadpool and making fun of and making fun of all the other band names. Yep. Not because I was actually making fun of any of the bands, just... It's just what you were doing. I was doing the Deadpool shtick. Yep. And I was just quoting a bunch of Deadpool jokes from the movies. Yeah. And, and dude, and that was funny because I was talking about how I for, I completely forgot you did that. Like, I completely forgot that you were dressed up as Deadpool. I remembered somebody was dressed as something, but I couldn't put my finger on it. And when you mentioned that you were, like, making fun of the band names, I, I remember, like, as you were mentioning it all, I remembered every single thing. And it's just like, I wish somebody was recording those shows. Uh, it almost makes me wish there was, like, a live recording of it all or somebody had like all of rounds palooza one and all of rounds of palooza two right. somewhere up you know i i 
kind of remember the things that I said. Uh, I know the Astro Bastards played. Yeah. And I basically, I know I made a joke about how their band name is a misfit song title. Yeah. Yeah. And then Shit Kickers was on there. I can't remember exactly what I said on that one, but I know it's just basically something going like, can I even say their name? Like, is, yeah. that, is that allowed? <laughs> uh, say it out loud. Uh, Three Finger Betty's was I the uh, going, wait a minute. I figured out what that picture is for your logo. Yeah, yeah. You're dirty. Yeah. <laughs> or something like that. And then. Oh, uh, man. I feel like I'm forgetting somebody other than Silverbacks. Yeah, there was... Oh, I, Space Virus. Yeah, The ones who yeah. fogged everything up and Dude, you couldn't see in was, there. And, you know, that's another thing. It was just, like, insanity with that, you know? The, yeah, because they were right before us. Yep. The, the best burn of the night, though, for the band stuff was the one I did for Silverbacks. Because they got that song, Bow Bow Dee Bidow. Yep. And I told them that they they, they were singing it wrong. It's ba with the ba da bang a dang dig a dig a boogie set up shot the boogie. That's funny. Dude, that's another thing though, like uh the silverbacks friggin' hilarious. You gotta give them a shout out well whenever you can. The who makes a song called Bow 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 Deba Dow and it's it's good and it's like there's like no words to the whole thing. Yeah, that, that, that is the words. <laughs> that's so fun. It's and it fits so good. Like you will go to shows and people will, will just be yelling bow bow deba dow. And if you did if you didn't know what was going on, you'd just be like, What are these people yelling for? You know? So uh God, yeah, just going out on stage and being able to have fun with being on stage. And you're you know, you're being the vocalist, the singer, the front man, you have the most range. We we're talking about how you have a wireless mic, so you're gonna run around and do things like that. You have the ability to and uh you have the ability to, I guess, open yourself up and be a little bit more entertaining because there's nothing like strapped to you and yeah. I mean, I guess a guitarist could get a wireless guitar thing, but it's still not the same. Well, and that's just it. Uh my guitar player in full sequence, he's also one of the guitar players in POE, Dakota. Mm-hmm. Uses oh, a yeah. wireless. Yeah. Uh, our bass player Noah, uh, in full sequence, uses a wireless. Nice. Uh, Dent, our drummer, obviously can't be wireless because he's a drummer. <laughs> uh, but we're all wireless. Occasionally they'll use, you know, just do do the wired, you know, use the cables. But yep. More often than not, we're all wireless, so we all do kind of run around the crowd and climb on stuff and jump off stuff. And Might as well. I mean, it's entertaining, man. That's always been our thing is we're here to put on a show mm-hmm. and have fun and get people drinking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, I, I The Fremont shows have always been fun uh, to play. Where else have you guys played? Do you always do uh, Des Moines shows or do you do uh, shows outside of Des Moines? Well, we got the Fort Dodge one coming up, so I'll be the first time for full sequence in Fort Dodge. Uh, nice. We've been playing a lot of shows, though, in uh, Ottumwa. Oh, cool. Cool. Uh, I have to give a shout out to Eric Garland. Mm-hmm. He's our buddy, our connection for that. Uh, he, we met him at the very first full sequence show. We played a whole avenue for Heat the Homeless. Nice. And uh, he, his old band, uh, Nightmare Brothers, was on there. And he took an instant liking to us, and we took an instant liking to them. So we started playing together, and then he started booking shows for the Eagles Club in Ottumwa. Oh, cool, cool. They do like one one Friday a month. They put on rock shows. Well, that's awesome. I have to get Three Finger Betty down there one of these shows. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Uh, we, he had us go down there uh, last year for the first time. I think it was in April. And then we went back this year in April and May or March and April. We went back-to-back months this year. That's cool. Uh, because they actually requested that we come back that's awesome dude uh dude that's, a, that's such a good feeling too oh yeah and a ton was great like, yeah they are fun and they're very sociable uh there's a lot of musicians yeah. down in the Ottumwa area, too. There is, and uh, there's a lot of fans down there that are uh-huh. just dying for music Yeah, down there, really. I mean, they've got the bands that are from that area, but you know they can't necessarily drive up to Des Moines yeah. you know, to see a show at the Hall or Lefties or Vaudeville or whatever, yep. so they need bands going down there, and right now that's one of the best ways to do it is through Eric and at the Eagles Club, and we love it. Yeah. Uh, I know he's already been talking to me about doing another show down there. 
a uh, pre-Halloween one, actually. Cool. So we're waiting to see how that gets all finalized and everything, but... Yeah, I could just imagine you guys on a Halloween show. Either one of your bands on a Halloween show would probably be a blast. Well, I know. I also just got a date in... I just thought about this for full sequence in Des Moines, uh-huh. which will be our first show back in Des Moines since the end of May, I think. Oh, last cool. Time we played Des Moines, but I mean, we might end up playing Des Moines before this one, but uh, we're going to do a September, uh, September 21st. I believe oh. it is. It's a Saturday. All right. At the hall. Cool. With the. Uh, I'm not going to say who yet. All right, it's cool. A surprise. That's cool. But working something out in uh, September at Hole. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome, dude. That's I love going to Hole. And maybe we can get Three Finger Betty on that. Show yeah, maybe. Uh, you never know. I know I got at least one opening for sure on that one. Yeah. So maybe maybe we can actually play again together, and it'll be about a year after the last. Yeah, time. no kidding. <laughs> well, hey, you know, like that's just the way it goes, though. Uh, I've I've found that you will run into bands where you're like, man, these guys are awesome, and we're from basically the same town our bands are based on the, but we don't always get booked on the same shows so you can't always get to go see the same person you know twice so you got to enjoy what you got when it's in front of you you have to yeah well and that's kind of been i love the local scene but my biggest knock on the local scene in des moines for the last several years too many bands play together all the time yeah and it's really hard for people to want to go to shows if it's the same bands playing the same venue yep, all the time. Yeah. You got to mix it up. Yeah. I like, mean, I'm totally with you, man. That's why I, I, I like shows that, you know, I go back to Valentine's Day Massacre. It was 18 different bands, but I say bands, but there was rappers on there. Uh-huh. It was metal. It was punk. It was rock. It was, it was all mixed on different shows, different days. I mean, we had, Bands like Grossface Killer, who are very heavy and guttural screams and everything like that, uh-huh. on the same show with Poe, mm-hmm. which makes sense. Like you know, a Booker would probably go, "Yeah, this makes sense." To yep, you know, metal bands, but like Slide was on there, uh huh, and Slide's heavy, but not that type of heavy. Yep, yep. So like they were on that same show. It's a different sound. Yeah. Uh, it's a whole different fandom, a different set of eyes, a different everything. Exactly. The, uh, totally the Sunday show, we had, you know, Astro Bastards were on there. Mm-hmm. You know, they're very punk. But we also had Space, who is a female rapper. Nice. Yeah. And, oh, uh, she killed it. And But, like, right there, you got rap and punk. Yep. But we had, like, the Emblem Faction, who were, like, that, uh, what's the term? The gent? Gent? Okay, yep. yep metal. Yep. Um so again, just a huge difference there. Sinister Carney was on the Friday one with full sequence. You got alt rock and you know the horrorcore kind of ICP ish yep. style rap. Yep. Veritas on there. You know. Yep. Oh yeah. Yeah, I remember yeah, that. Like it was, it was all over the place. Yeah. I like to book shows like that. And the, you know, I'm totally with you because it's exactly like you said. If you've got uh, band A, B, and C, and they seem to sh- do like one show a month together almost every single month and those are most of the shows they do eventually you're just like why would i go see band a b and c because i've seen this show so this exact same show multiple times and that's exactly what i'm saying it has nothing to do with not liking the bands or anything like that but it's like if i can see you the second saturday of january with those same two bands but then the third week of february you're going to play with those same two you know two three bands again exactly well, I don't have the need or desire to go and see that show because, you know what, having enough venues around here, that show could be at one place and there's going to be a different show with a different lineup at a different venue. That's the one I'm probably going to yeah, go to because exactly. it's different. And Yeah. I mean, for the sake of the hypothetical, uh, I'll just put Three Finger Betty in the slot. Like if Three Finger Betty plays whole... Uh, like I'm just like the first Saturday, every Saturday at Hull, we're always there. Let's just say that's the case. Um, and that Saturday rolls around, and your options are Three Finger Betty at the Hull, or any like say somebody's at Woolies, you know, like let's say Seether's at Woolies, and you're like, well, I mean, like it's going to cost more to go to. I mean, for you, you'd obviously choose the Seether. Oh yeah, no. But but like <laughs> but but if like a 
you know, name a band at, at Woolies. And it's like, well, this would be like 30 bucks here and it's like free to get into Hull. So which one do I want to choose? But bands will still be like, but Three Finger Betty's going to be here next month anyway. So let's just go to this show. So exactly. That, but, and that's always going to be the perpetuating uh, constant scenario that people are going to be put up against. Um, and that's not to say, like I said, you know, Three Finger Betty's not playing the first Saturday. Night. Right, that right. was a hypothetical. It's not a real thing. Well, and see, but I can make the, at least the counter argument that, you know, let's say Three Finger Betty was playing every first Saturday of, you know, each month. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, Band X is playing Woolies, you know, on tour or whatever. As If the show at Hall mm-hmm. is you Three Finger Betty... Let's say Ash Bastards and Silverbacks one Saturday, one month, but yep. then the next one it's you know Three Finger Betty with yep. Slide and Veritas. Yep. Then I think it's a little trickier for people because maybe not to see Three Finger Betty because you know again they can, yep oh well I'll catch them the next one yep but the other bands being yep. there makes it so people might go well yeah now I don't know if I want to pay the. 25 30 bucks to go yep. to this show when or I go over here go to the free show yeah. and spend that 25 30 bucks drinking yeah exactly and it's not seven dollar drinks or whatever and this is nothing against like a big venue because i don't yeah, i get no. and i don't even know how much drinks cost because I, I don't i've never know. actually gone to a show at woolies oh man it's it's a nice little venue dude uh, i've been in the venue yeah i've just never gone to a show oh. there uh yeah at least not well it was called woolies yeah i guess i should preface that i it used to be called the Four three oh four club four oh three something like there's some yeah. combination of numbers. It was but it was only that for a little bit and then it shut down and reemerged as bullies. So uh-huh. so I've been to a show there yeah, at but the building. It wasn't, wasn't woolies when it was when you were there. So yeah, I mean like these kind of scenarios and things like this are things that always rattle around in my head as far as like bands playing shows and Same and, here. and whether or not they should play these shows together or I mean, it's good to get buddy bands, you know, buddy up with a couple bands, but it's also like, you know, you don't want to wear that out either, where it's just like, we're always, always, always playing together, you know, like, um, Three Finger Betty and Shit Kickers did that for a while, it seemed like about every three months we'd play a show together, and now we've balanced it out where John takes half the bookings one way and half of them the other way, depending on, on who they ask for and what's going on, like if one band can't, he'll just toss it to the other band and let them see if they can, and or like let the promoter decide. And speaking of like weekly or monthly shows at, at Hull, um, Dominic sets up those crazy one promotions monthly shows at Hull. I'm pretty sure he's still doing those. I mean, he's been, yeah. he's been doing monthly shows for a long time, and that's a good place to go to a monthly show and see a completely different lineup of bands every single time. Yes, I, I can definitely give Dominic and Crazy One props on that. They, yeah. they tend to be different shows every one that he does. Sometimes with bands from out of state even popping up on some yep. of those shows. Yep. And speaking of Crazy One, we are the uh, Crazy One Battle of the Bands champions, full sequence. Nice. We won by default because everyone else dropped off. Oh, but oh, we still dang. won. <laughs> so. Crazy One Promotions, Battle of the Bands champions, full sequence. Yeah. That's nice. We won the title of winning by default. <laughs> well, hey, you know what? Uh, win's a win any way you get it, baby. So, yeah, we're undefeated in Battle of the Band, so that's pretty cool. Uh, we're also, I mean, I take this time to officially announce full sequence retirement from Battle of the Bands going forward. Uh, we're going out on top. Oh, man. You got the belt. Just going to hang it above the mantle and call it a day. Yep. That's awesome. So, let's, uh, we gave most of the people in full sequence a shout out. Uh, maybe that was on the part that we forgot to, I didn't record. So, let's give everyone in the bands a shout out while we're still sitting here. Yeah. I, yeah, because I'm not sure if that did record or not. Yeah, I so, forgot, just, just, I to be, just to be sure. Just yep. to be sure. So, in full sequence, you got myself, of course, on vocals, Dakota on guitar, Noah on bass, and Dent on drums. Uh huh. And then in POE, we have. Dent on drums, uh-huh. myself on vocals, yep. Dakota on guitar. Yep. So there's a pattern here. Yep. Name redacted on guitar. Uh-huh. We're not telling anyone who it is. Okay. Like nobody outside of the band knows who our new uh, guitar player all right. is. We, all right, new guitarist. Yep. We we announced back at the Valentine's Day Massacre right afterwards that our previous guitar player Joe was stepping away from the band yep uh 
we got a new guitar player. Be making their debut. I'm not going to say if it's a he or she. Ooh, their debut. At the July 20th show. That's going to be sick. But yeah, we're keeping it a secret. No one knows who it is. Yep. And then our bass player, uh, Herb. Herb. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's a shout out for everyone in both bands. I'm pretty sure that uh, I don't know if I'm friends with everybody in your, either one of your bands. But I'm pretty sure it's a Dakota. Is it Scout Stout Stout Stout? Yes, yeah. yes. I'm friends with Dakota online. I get to see every now and then he posts some stuff. Yep. Shout uh, out to him. Going to be a daddy. No kidding. Yeah. Oh, congrats, man. Yeah, he uh, broke the news to us actually the same night that we became the Crazy One Battle Bands champions. Sweet. Uh, he let us all the guys in the band know. We actually knew before they actually officially announced. Uh, that's cool. They announced officially on Father's Day. <laughs> that's is when, sweet. Is when they waited to yeah. announce that. So well, that's good. That's good for him. Congrats, man. Uh, the bassist in our band has uh, recently told us he's going to be a father, and that's coming up here, I guess, uh, as time goes by. Let's see. Your podcast comes out Thursday. A couple weeks, whatever. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not good at keeping dates, and I don't think he's told me an exact date when she's due. But yeah, same deal, man. It's yeah. Like, it's cool. I, I don't remember... I don't think I. He's given us an exact. Yeah, but it's not like we need to be like 100 percent privy to this information. Yeah, we're not no. going to be there. You know? No, we're not going to be there. But I know he. He his birthday is like the first of the year, and I oh, know cool. he did say it was going to be around that same time frame. That's awesome. So I think a December maybe. But cool. I can't. I don't know, obviously, how far along. Yeah, yeah. You, know. you weren't there. Yeah, I wasn't there. I was not there either. So, uh, but either way, he gets to celebrate Father's Day next year. That's cool. Uh, for the first time. That's really sweet. Awesome. Well, congrats to him. That's a good deal to hear. You know, it's uh, it's nice to like finally put faces and conversations and interactions with these people that I've met online, like you and I, uh, at the Rounds of Palooza last year. Didn't interact very much, if almost at all. Probably like a nice passing high or like good job and stuff like that. But at least that. Yeah. Uh, I can't recall. Yeah. For sure. I'm I'm known to not be social, so it happens. Go figure. I'm the guy with the podcast, anyways. But like. Well, I, I just don't recall because with as foggy as it was in there after space fire, <laughs> I don't know who I was talking to half the time. Oh, that was such a show. I'm also not convinced that there was anyone in the crowd while we played for the first half of our set because I couldn't see anything. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, that was the crazy thing about that space fire set was you'd be standing there and all of a sudden someone would walk past you and you literally would see them when they were like two feet away. That's how foggy it was. In you there. got better sight than me because I, I was standing next to, you, uh, to Dakota at one point. I mean, yeah, shoulder to shoulder, shoulder to shoulder, and couldn't see him when I turned to look at him and say something <laughs> to him. But we were, maybe it was just because where we worked, so we were up towards the stage yep. area. Yeah, I was standing right on the side near the door, and it was just like, this is insanity, man. Yeah, I, it was so, so hard to see. Yeah. It was fun, but at the same time, it's just like, I don't know where anything is i don't want to bump into anyone i don't want to knock anything over Yep. but yeah, it, was, it, was, it was it was a good show overall, yeah, dude. Though. It was yeah. Fun. i mean uh like while it was happening it was kind of just like shocking you know and then when it was all over with now we got a story to tell so it's one of those entertainment things you know bringing the entertainment in oh i know well we were setting up they had the the door there to the outside open trying to waft <laughs> yeah oh it looked like the building was on fire man it, it was did. it was that much smoke was pouring out it was insanity yeah and i know when we started it was still so fog in there i couldn't i couldn't see dent yeah i don't know i turned around like to because you know before starting any show i was go you know you ready you ready you ready yep i couldn't even see dent like i had to walk get up right there on his drum kit you know (laughs) to actually see him like you you hell are you are you back there (laughs) who the hell are you (laughs) that's hilarious dude yeah uh hopefully our paths cross on another show here coming up soon um we've got we're really close to getting an hour in here and i'm you know super bummed we missed uh some of that other conversation because that was that was good but i feel like we touched most touched up on most of the other stuff yeah i think we kind of got swung back and got it yeah yeah should be all right so it's uh you know i just want to say thanks for joining the podcast it's it's cool to you know get to know more about you and realize that you were doing what i'm doing right now but in high school at a radio station that's pretty wild dude so uh, you know, thanks for everything you're doing, and uh, 
you know keep on rocking out there man i really appreciate it any other shout outs if you want to give them you got you got this is your last second to do it uh, obviously uh i'll give shout outs to uh just a couple of the local artists that i think people need to be checking out too all and, right uh outside of you know full sequence and poe uh speak we, we, i mentioned eric garland he's got a new band uh dust till dawn yeah. Yep. 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 Uh, heard of them. And then also down in that Atumwa area, all guts, no glory. Oh, heard of them too. Yeah. And good devils, all from that area. Dude, I did a Jonathan Rowell. I did a podcast with yeah, him not too long ago. That. I'm super intrigued by the way he described what's going on there. So I need to go to a show and check them out. Yeah, live I love those. Guys. We've played with good devils now twice in full sequence down in Atumwa, and I love. I love those guys. We have fun with them. That's good. That's uh, good, man. So you definitely got to shout out that that scene down there because that's a booming scene that people don't know is booming. Yeah, I feel uh, like in late 2018, early 2019, like even Three Finger Betty started getting some offers. Unfortunately, most of them we couldn't you know snap up. But it was one of those deals where it's like something's going on down here, and it, it's known. There's yeah. a some of the bands are finally starting to make their way into the Des Moines scene and realizing they can find the places where they can play and stuff. It's awesome. Yeah, and I mean that, and a couple other bands too, like Grossface Killer out of Marshalltown. Oh, cool! Uh, they played the Massacre this year. They're playing the July, or they couldn't do the July twentieth show at the Poe. We're trying to get them on the September twenty first show with full sequence. Nice in Des Moines. Cool. Uh, another one that's just like nobody really knows them, mm-hmm. but they should. Yeah. Uh, space got to give her a shout out again cool because she can rap she can sing her voice is amazing that's awesome and i expect to see some big things from her uh what the hell freak 24 yeah <laughs> uh, carney you know local rap on that one yeah dude yeah like the, that's just the thing like um you're painting a picture of the scene that is so much bigger than even in 40 episodes i've been able to paint uh with this podcast so like if you're gonna learn anything from this episode it's that the scene is still so much bigger than how i'm portraying it you know well honestly we might have to do another one with me just so we can so i can just pr- sing the praises of all the different bands around dude that, yeah that you know that people need to know of I mean, I can sing the praises of the people that more people do know. Yep. But there's so many that people don't know. Yeah. And I would love to do that on one of these. Yeah. Just to sit down and talk about bands that people aren't necessarily aware of. Yeah, man. Just to spread that awareness and build. Yeah. Build build everyone up well that's the thing that's like that's what it's all about really is like giving everyone as much props as you can and that was like the best part about going to those kind of like weird booked shows where it's like three finger betty's on a you know bill with like a thrash band and then some like screaming band and like what and it's like this is weird but then at the same time you, you get to see different styles of music and you're like holy crap these guys are good or whatever like uh, the first time we went and played with TV cop, they were called sports team. I didn't, you know, they didn't have anything recorded. We had no clue what they sounded like, you know, and they get up there and they start playing and they had, it was TV cop now and they yeah, had their playing hole next week. Yeah. They had trombone and it was just like, what's going on here? This is insanity. Like I've had, I not stuck around and enjoyed this or like, I would have never known that this existed, you know? And it's one of those things where it's just cool to actually get to see these bands that you never knew, you know, even if it's just from halfway across the state, like word doesn't travel that well, you know, so it's no. tough. It's tough to actually get, you know, that exposure across uh, even a handful of like even across the interstate, you know, like it's it's tough. So, uh, yeah, I'm all for like giving everybody the props they deserve. Yeah, we might have to set that up. Yeah, Sit definitely. Down, talk just just about everyone else. Yeah, dude, I'm down to do a podcast to just give everybody else a bunch of shade. Cause like, I, talk I, about, I, well, because like TV cop, I've never seen him. You've played with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, so like that's one that's new to me. Yep. Like I'm thinking about I was thinking about going to that show at Hall next week. Dude, they were on there's a bunch of bands that I don't think I've seen like any of them. Yeah. Uh John Rowell, the drummer for Good Devils was the guitarist in that band for a while. Okay. So, it's uh I mean, I I friggin' dig them. They're one of my favorite bands I've found. It's kind of like pop punk kind of like mm-hmm. uh, uh they used to have like a trombone in the band for a while so it's kind of like had this ska-ish feel so but it's hard to pin them down you know it's in that and that's good that, that's I good like dude. That. i like that yeah it's like it's like you're in high school and you're watching mtv again you know it's like one of those t- type of deals or like fuse tv i guess would be a better example because fuse always had more punk than anything well, but yeah 
but yeah, dude, it, I love, I love the idea of talking, you know, sit down with you again and talking about more bands. So, uh, let's make it happen sometime. Thanks again for joining me, man. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Yeah, there's another good one. That was, that was a great conversation I had with Gabe. Uh, we've been getting a hold of each other back and forth for quite a while, trying to make it happen. Our schedules just didn't quite line up for quite a while, but I'm glad we finally got that one under the belt. Can't wait to sit down with him again and have another conversation because, man, uh, I just felt like that one could have gone on for a lot longer than it did, and unfortunately there was that chunk in the middle that we missed. But uh, like I said, we doubled back to some of it, and uh, we got it We got it taken care of. But uh, hats off to Gabe. Thank you very much for making some time for me to come in and uh, being a very gracious host. Uh, I appreciate it. Thank you very much. I also want to say you can go to www.audiblefarm.com. You can find the links to our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, YouTube, everywhere else you can listen to us, everything there. You can like, subscribe, share, retweet, review, everything. Do all the good stuff. Thank you very much to everybody, and thank you to the Iowa Podcast Network for helping us out with the website there. There's also a form there. If you want to be a guest, you can fill out the form. It will send an email to Audible Farm, and we will get that email, and uh, it is we'll try to make as much we'll try to make it happen it's uh schedules are busy but we've one a week we've been doing one a week so far 41 weeks and i uh, haven't missed a week yet believe it or not it's it's crazy so uh you know fill out that thing uh we'll try and get in touch with everybody i've done some remote ones so uh don't don't fret if you're from far away and you think the travel is going to be an issue so huge thanks to this week's sponsor it's couchtown coffee couchtown coffee is located right here in iowa and they roast your coffee made to order to your specifications they will send it to your doorstep and you can start your day off with locally roasted coffee right here in iowa if you're not from iowa don't fret you can go to their website it's www.couchtowncoffee.com and you can send them a message and find out what kind of coffee they have and order it right there on the website by sending them an email or getting in touch with them via any of the contact info that is on their website they have a Facebook page as well. All the links to that are down below. So make sure you check out all that stuff and uh, start your day off local with a cup of Couchtown coffee. I'll tell you what, my favorite is probably the Colombian. I like mine dark roasted. I might try a lighter roast next time just to branch out a little bit because I'll tell you what, if he's going to custom make it for me, I might as well try it all. So thank you very much to Andrew and Couchtown Coffee for everything you are doing for us. We really appreciate it. Thank you very much again to Gabe for joining us on the podcast. And uh, shout out to his bands. You want to check them out live. There are links below to Gabe's bands. It's Full Sequence. And then Pain of Evolution is the other one, which I've never seen. But, I, you know, by the way, he described it. I really want to go see it. And, you know, unfortunately, we lost a chunk of that in the middle. But I've apologized for that enough. Thank you guys very much for listening to this week's episode. There will be another great episode next week. I'm hoping to get into the uh, Two Broke for the Arts Festival Fest this weekend and check out some of their goodies they got going on there. Watch the bands, see the art. I'm hoping to interview some people too. So maybe I'll bring the portable recorder with and do some interviewing. Maybe I'll bring uh, the less portable, uh, slightly portable studio I have in my basement and drag drag a small you know handful of things up there and set it up and just invite people over to sit down with me throw on the headphones and see what they got going on because i'd love to pick the brains of some of the artists that are in the des moines area so if you're in the des moines area this weekend go check that show out it's going to be great it's too broke for the arts festival fest 2019 i did a podcast with the host of the show kelsey magnolia uh just recently so just scroll back through some of the older episodes listen to that one it's a great one she's a fun gal i'll catch you guys next week where i will have another amazing episode Thank you guys very much for listening. Thank you once again to our guest, Gabe. Peace.